Key to time. I command. From this moment, there's no such thing as freedom in the entire universe. There's only my will because I possess the key to time. Are you all right? Well, of course I'm all right. I suppose I wasn't all right. Key to time. I command. Key to time. I command. I am perfectly capable of admitting when I'm wrong. Oh. Yes. Only this time I was. Oh, that's what it was. Yes. Yes, that's what it was. Key to time. Key to time. Key to time. Key to time. I command. I command. I command that you stay exactly where you are. Yes, hello and welcome back to Recutting the Key to Time. I really quite like saying that for some reason. <laughs> Stephen's with me again, this time to talk about the Stones of Blood. You know, I do believe it's going to be a nice day after all. So, this is Earth, is it? Yes. Pretty, isn't it? Hmm. Well, the third segment can't be far away. It's over there. Let's go. This was the hundredth Doctor Who story, I believe. Was it really? I it was. I, I could be wrong, but I think it was the... The, the, the 100th and I think the production team knew this was going to be the 100th story although I can't quite figure out what's so special about it or <laughs> celebratory how about you well it, it, Doctor Who goes hammer horror certainly for the first half of the, yeah. <laughs> of the adventure two halves it put me in mind of the uh, the more recent um, Black Spot uh, ad- yep. adventure you yep. know yep. where you think it's going in one direction all of a sudden you're on a, you're on a, you know, a spaceship and I, I wonder how much it influenced, <laughs> influenced that but the first couple of episodes of this were great they really did hark back to the gothic horror that we'd seen in in earlier earlier tom seasons particularly the um, the season with leela uh, you've got some really fascinating characters there's mm. that uh, you don't quite know where you stand with them you don't know who you trust there's an underlying suggestion that there's a bit of uh, lesbianism going on here as well which i think gives it a frisson that you don't expect to see in a in a 1978 uh, adventure of mm. doctor who mm. <laughs> ian's giving me a funny look there and uh, i think some great acting though uh, i have to say i did I, I, you you've got the you know you can look it up maybe but uh, the the um the, the woman who played professor rumford what was mm. she on what was she on? I mean, her performance was quite astonishing. I thought um, it was brilliant, and I thought she would have been a fantastic companion. <laughs> she should have got in the tide. I understand that Tom Baker loved uh, the actress, and again, I can't remember who it was who played her now, but uh, I understand that he did want her to become <laughs> a companion. The next Romana, maybe. Oh, yes, she, she would have been the uh, the, 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 the regeneration. Mm. Um, there's bits bits of this story I didn't like when it when it started up. You've got the introduction to the Black Guardian. Okay, so you've got the, the you know the dichotomy with the um, with the White Guardian, but there did seem to be a bit of clunky reminding the audience about the arc plot. And you think you've been watching this every week. Do you really need reminding that we're in the key to time season? Uh, particularly when when later on, I think the the, the the key to time becomes so redundant in this story and in several others. So mm. um, I, I think yeah, it's slightly unnecessary. But um, no, for the first two episodes of this, we've got a really good, as I say, sort of you know earth set suggestion of, of horror. What's happening? We've got strange monks, strange circles being drawn, strange happenings. And then that fantastic reveal of actually there's a portal now to a mm. ship that's somewhere circling the earth. Well, that, and that's it. I think the fact that you have got such different settings 
happened between the first two episodes and the last two episodes. You know, you've we've almost got like someone remembering this is supposed to be a sci-fi. Yeah. And we've got to, <laughs> got to feature the aliens somehow. Yes. <laughs> and but I, I like that blend. I think it does work. Um, I, I think the switch is is jarring. Yes, but all definitely. of a sudden you've got almost two two parters pushed together. Yeah, I mean, it was no great surprise that uh, that Vivian Fay was the was the villain. Mm. But uh, okay, so so that's used up as you say in the first two parts, and then we're on a spaceship, and then we've got the uh, the introduction of the uh, the, the, the Megora, mm. uh, which gives it a whole different uh, <laughs> a whole different edge. What's that? I don't know. It is not permitted to touch the Megara. I beg your pardon, I beg your pardon. What's the Megara? We are the Megara. We are justice machines. Justice machines? We are the law. Judge, jury and executioner. Once we have arrived at our verdict... We execute it. Without fear or favour. Impartially. Well, it's a great relief to know that the law is in such capable uh, hands. We have to be going now. What's the matter? Don't mind, just keep moving. Stop! Turn around. I'm not sure that I enjoyed as much the second half of this story as the first half. Yeah, I was a little bit sad when the the, the, the mystery of the Ogre was uh, was solved essentially, and uh, I don't know. I, there was something about stone monsters chasing people across you know grassy hills and stuff that just it, it's so ludicrous and it's incredibly difficult to pull off. You, yes. know, you had K9 trying to go across woody ground that clearly <laughs> wasn't working properly, and and yet it still seemed to function as but, a, as a Doctor Who story. But we did have Ogri that, that seemingly could actually change their size at will. Um, there's, there's, there's a couple of, uh, I think at one point one it gets through a priest hole, and you think that's a, that's a six foot tall, oh. seven foot tall stone. How does it get through a priest hole? But um, <laughs> no, by the time we get we get onto the ship and we get to the uh, the Megara and the trial, mm. um, I wasn't really quite sure where they were going with that. It, it did seem so different from the from the style and tone of, of the story that we've had up to up to then. I'm not, it, you know, whether it was two ideas for two stories that literally were mashed together. Together. Mm. Um, there didn't really seem to be much point to that to, to that trial. It, it may have been, you know. It, this was written by David Fisher, mm. I seem to remember, who I don't think is a real person. No, I think no, it's a combination a, yes. of a couple of others. So perhaps it was a kind of a, a just-out story, you know, coming together of lots of different ideas. Who yeah. knows? Because while we've said it's great to sort of move from the, the, the earthbound scenes to, uh, to, uh, you know, to, the, to the scenes in space, you do wonder what Stones of Blood would have been like if they'd made three or four parts, you know, a complete yeah. story yeah, yeah. just with the Earth. Because there's lots of lovely... I mean, the, the, the moment with the, the campers um, that are attacked, you know, I mean, that is like something out of a, out of a Hammer film. I mean, this really was at times you just felt this was Doctor Who straining to be something very, very different, mm. and then it decides, no, as you say, oh no, we're a science fiction show, we better go into space and have some rather poor special yeah. effect. Uh, robots and, uh, and laser blasts no I, I think it's interesting when you don't have a defined style that's consistent throughout all four episodes and this is one of those stories that doesn't have it yeah i suppose in a way it's, it's a complete opposite in in terms of concept to the following story that we're going to talk about the androids of tara because that very much is consistent throughout all four parts yes yes indeed uh, <coughs> you're standing on my scarf <laughs> i'm terribly sorry If you don't stop burning my scarf, you're going to have to kill me. Doctor, you must forgive Swordsman Farrer. He tends to get over-enthusiastic in the pursuit of his duties. Perhaps he does. Particularly in defense of his prince. Well, maybe he does get too enthusiastic in the course of his duty. What about my scarf? Peasant, you will speak with respect when you address Prince Reinhardt of Tara. I told you I'm not a peasant. But you do know about androids. 
So along with uh, with the Rebos operation, Android Atara is probably the story that I've got the the, the, the fondest memories and the strongest memories of. Though that's mm. slightly um, slightly affected by the fact that it's fairly recently that I listened to a, an audio reading audio book reading of the uh, the Target novelisation. So the story was a bit fresher in my mind. But certainly the the imagery of this of this story came readily back to my uh, to my mind as I was watching it. It's a rather a slower paced story than uh, than perhaps stones of blood was and uh, you know one or two of the other adventures are but I, I, I think it it works for that it's got a very very interesting plot okay it's stolen from I know, prisoner of zender isn't yes, it prisoner of zender it. you yes, know so it's yes, not yes. A, it's not an original plot but you know it worked then and it works now and you know you put the doctor in most things and most stories uh, <laughs> most stories will work i think the thing that, that let this down a little bit actually was the direction towards the end of the first uh, episode there's a fantastic cliffhanger where roman is about to be dissected but the episode doesn't end then it runs on and you think oh you know really what are you what are you doing there and the, and the bit where um the doctor i think it's the end of the second episode isn't it you know seems to club romana to the ground the direction is so poor that you're not actually sure what he's done he sort of shouts and steps down from the dais and then it, it, it cuts so i felt that with a couple of the other adventures in this in this season i wonder how much the in the edit some of these some of these sequences were actually paired back because they were felt to be a bit too near the knuckle. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't remember feeling that the direction let it down at all when I when I'd watched these before. But then again I'm 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 not very quick where it comes to picking up oh that wasn't a particularly convincing camera shot or whatever. The mm. kind of thing that I will remember is is the concept or the story concept, which of course is having Romana you know, playing three different roles yes. essentially uh, in this, and 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 that is, um, I, I, you can say that it's good, you can say it's confusing, you can say it's intriguing. Like you say, it's hardly original, mm. but yeah, I, I think Mary Tam pulls it off as well as she can. Yes, I mean, I think it's confusing within the story at times, but I think it's done very effectively. I think the uh, the the effects that they used at the time to uh, to, to pull it off were very uh, were very well done. Mm. The, th- the thing that I remember this for a lot, actually, it's one of two stories. In fact, I'll ask you the question. What's this got in common with Vengeance on Varos? Uh, you have me at a disadvantage. I've never seen Vengeance on Varos. Well, that's not going to work then, is that? <laughs> I, know, I know Syl's not in this. So. No, it's, it's, it's the only other story where the Doctor goes fishing. Ah, oh, right, okay. <laughs> one, one of the things that, 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 that struck, struck me about Androids of Tara, maybe it's because it was an adaptation, effectively, of, a, of an existing story, is, is, is the key to time is totally incidental to this story. And it really is, um, you know, starting to become a huge MacGuffin. And we'll talk later on, I'm sure, when we, we get to the Armageddon factor about, you know, truly that it's it's, it's a redundant part of the the, the overall arc. But uh, it, it didn't it didn't add anything to this story. This story would have been a good story, I think, in any season with any background and any uh, you know any 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 um, subplot to to, to 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 its position within the uh, within the season. I mean, maybe that's the way that it works the best. You know, I think where it becomes too arc heavy, it's very easy to criticise. We've had that most recently with season six of the the modern series yeah. and also trial of the time lord you know yeah, it, it yeah, becomes absolutely. incomprehensible the, the, the stories <laughs> become slaves to the concept yeah. whereas I, I think the concept in 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 the key to time is incidental to the to the strong stories yeah. and i think it's better for that am, am i right in saying that the key or a segment is found within episode one of this story it is isn't it but she can't recover it because it's then taken by somebody else that's it yeah, taken off of her yeah. isn't it yeah so it's kind of nice that it is still threaded throughout i mean we see it right at the very beginning because we kind of expected the crescendo of the story to be the discovery yes, the of the reveal key. of where I, it is yeah yes. and that's not the case with this one so you know and, and i like that along with the tyron wood beast which is the you know <laughs> one of the best monsters in doctor who Ever. And uh, and, and Romana's, uh, Romana's heels as well. 
I, I wasn't looking at the heels, <laughs> but uh, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I, I have to say, I think this is probably the story in the key to time that I like the least out of all of them. I mean, I can appreciate why it's good and I can appreciate the sword play and it's basically the pseudo-historical story in, in season 16, but it just doesn't quite work for me. I'm not, I'm not, not disinclined to, t- to take that view, but you've mentioned the sword play. I mean, the sword fight at the end, I thought was absolutely fantastic. And I think any, any adventure that gives you an opportunity to see the Doctor wielding a sword is a good one. Have you seen The King's Demons? No. You won't be of that view when you have. <laughs> Stephen, thank you very much indeed. <laughs> Are you all right? Well, of course I'm all right. I suppose I wasn't all right. Key to time, I command. Key to time, I command. I am perfectly capable of admitting when I'm wrong. Oh, oh. yes. I mean, this time I was. Time I was. Oh, that's what it was. Yes, yes, that's what it was. Key to time, key to time, key to time. Key, 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 key. I command, I command, I command that you stay exactly where you are.